Good morning, my friends. It is so wonderful to be with you this morning. Whether you're raising your voice, soaking it all in, or a little bit of both from wherever you are, our worship would not be the same without you here with us today. This morning, we hear the account of Jesus's transfiguration from the Gospel of Luke. As Lisa noted, we often find the same stories, though slightly different, throughout the Gospels. And Jesus's transfiguration is another example, as it can be found in the Synoptic Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. In all of these accounts leading up to the transfiguration, Jesus's identity takes center stage. Jesus asks his disciples, who do the crowds say that I am? They answer that some say Jesus is John the Baptist, others Elijah, and still others, one of the ancient prophets of old. But when Jesus asks the disciples, who do you believe that I am? Peter, who we can hear as speaking on behalf of all of the disciples, confesses that Jesus is the Messiah. For them, there is no question of who Jesus is. The disciples have witnessed and experienced Jesus exercise his ministry of teaching, healing, and performing miracles like we heard last Sunday. For them, there is no need for more proof of Jesus's identity. They know what they've experienced. They know him. But Jesus invites Peter, James, and John into a spiritual experience of witnessing where they encounter Jesus in a way they've never experienced him before, in his fullness as the Son of God. As I meditated on our scripture this morning, I kept circling back to Jesus's invitation to his disciples and how this invitation is offered to us today. Opportunities to witness the fullness of another to see the Christ dwelling within, particularly in the ordinariness of our everyday lives. I remember a couple of years ago, I was invited to attend a workshop that my friend was leading. I had known her for a couple of years and anticipated her experiencing all of the things I already experienced her to be. Passionate to a fault, inviting, loving, extremely confident, typically calm and overly generous. Like the disciples, I knew her and I didn't need any more proof of who I knew her to be. It was a typical day of workshopping as workshops go. She led us through hours of lessons and exercises and at some point in the day, I remember looking down at my paper for a moment. And when I looked back up, she just seemed different. She was radiant in a way I've never experienced from her before. It was as if she had transfigured before my own eyes. Her fullness, her divine spark was shining through. And even though it felt as if time had stood still, as quickly as it came, it was gone. And the workshop continued. 
my day continued. Later, I realized that in the midst of this seemingly ordinary day, I had witnessed a fleeting moment of the sacred. I wonder if you've witnessed this kind of transfiguration moment in your life. A holy moment when you've experienced another in their fullness as a child of God. Their divine spark shining through in such a way that you're drawn so completely into the present moment. You can feel it in your body and in the air. You are in the presence of something sacred. Describing these experiences can feel completely inadequate because these experiences can be so very difficult to put into words as many spiritual encounters can be. And it makes Peter, James, and John's silence make so much sense as they attempt to comprehend what they've experienced as they come down from the mountain. I hear Jesus inviting the disciples and inviting us to pay attention. Very much in the spirit of last week's Way of Love Sermon on Rest, I don't believe these invitations always require an immediate response from us. Just a willingness to fully receive the true gift that is the child of God standing before us. I imagine you might know exactly the kind of moment I'm talking about. Unexpected invitations to be completely aware, even for a fleeting moment, that we are encountering the holy embodied through the person standing in front of us. When another's divine spark that lies at the center of their being is completely visible to us. These sacred moments of witnessing happen in our homes, when we go to the store, on the playground, in coffee shops, at the airport, at work, at the gym, on hiking trails. When we encounter our own family, our friends, known and unknown neighbors, and people who are just simply crossing our paths momentarily. The transfiguration of Jesus is not only a clear affirmation of his identity as the Son of God and through Christ our identity as children of God, but also that the kingdom of God is not always where we perceive it to be. That oftentimes when we are encountering the divine, they are not found on lofty mountaintops. Jesus and the three disciples descend the mountain. They return to their community, bringing the kingdom to the ordinariness of the everyday life. Jesus's transfiguration can help to draw us in and meditate on these sacred, ordinary moments of witnessing that hold within them the incredible power of hope that even amidst what we consider the mundane and ordinariness of our lives, God is very much alive and present. 
God responds to us and within us. And that while our world is often plagued with suffering and oppression, that the kingdom truly is near, embodied in each of us. May we take into this week a greater sense of awe and wonder at the divine sparks we witness. And may we never forget the divine spark that shines within ourselves. Thanks be to God. Amen.